Hi, you're listening to a podcast brought to you by the teaching team at New Life in North Lincolnshire. New Life is committed to helping transform people and transform places through the love and power of Jesus Christ. We hope you, in some small way, will be blessed and transformed by this message. So if you've been around church for a while, you might know that story, the story of the good Samaritan, or just any normal Samaritan. And... um, Basically, the Samaritans and the Jews, which is the two types of people we've got in the story, hated each other. But like, they did not like each other one bit. And actually, I'm not 100% sure they quite knew why. It's like, it's like this. I have two sausage dogs. Their names are Frankie, short for Frankfurter, and Albie, which is not a sausage name because I ran out of creative steam. And... Um, Partially because mum and dad had took two of the other sausage dog names. And my two dogs hate cats. Hate them. They have no idea why. Well, it, it could potentially be because Dan used to open our back door where we used to live and let the dogs run at the cats that were pooing on the garden. That might be... everyone. All the cat lovers have just gone... <gasps> Can't believe he would do that. Yes, that's the sort of pastor you have in your church. He lets dogs run at cats. But Albie, we got, he was a tiny, tiny little puppy. This cute little innocent thing. And he's a savage when it comes to cats. He's just like, he's out the window barking and kicking off. And he doesn't even know why he's doing it. He just doesn't like them. And it was a bit like that with the Jews and the Samaritans. They didn't quite know why they didn't like each other anymore. It'd just been going on for so long that they just grew up being told, you shouldn't like the other group of people. And so they didn't. They didn't like each other. So you would think, correct me if I'm wrong, the Jews would all look after each other. Well, this story shows us that the Jews didn't look after each other. This story shows us that actually it was a little bit inconvenient. Oh, he's there. I might get blood on my nice robes if I help him out. Because he's, um, well, look at him. He's been beat up and he's a bit, he's a bit yucky. Ooh, don't want any of that on me. Oh, if I help him, then actually it could mean that I have to cleanse myself at the temple because I've touched somebody who is injured. And that would take up way too much time and I haven't got time for that. And so these two Jewish people who are meant to uphold the law and look after others decided to cross the road and hit the other side of the street and go nah we're not going to help him today he was in trouble he was in danger he was hurting and then came along a Samaritan Samaritans were seen as as dirty they were seen as filthy in fact sometimes described as dogs by the Jews. We don't like them. They didn't like dogs. They didn't have like pet dogs like we do. They didn't like them. And along comes this Samaritan who sees a Jewish man on the floor and instead of kicking dust in his face and leaving him to die, he picks him up and he looks after him. And it's always struck me that this story, one that two groups of people can hate each other so much and we know that that's true in our world we know that there are groups of people that hate one another but the other side of it of of it being this the inconvenience of helping other people 
The inconvenience of, of putting ourselves out to show other people love and care. You know, you walk past someone on the street and you see that they're upset or you see that they need help. And if you stop to help them, it could be 10 minutes, 20 minutes. This could take an hour to sort this person out. Have I got time? Is that too inconvenient for me? Should I help that person really? And quite often, if we're honest, most of us go, I've got stuff to do. Lord Jesus, help them. Bless them. Amen. Which is, you know, we all do it. Okay, maybe you don't. Maybe it's just me. But the inconvenience of loving other people sometimes puts us off being Jesus to them. Sometimes stops us from, hey, what would Jesus actually do here? Would he walk past the person in desperate need? Would he say, hey, I've not got time for you. I'm not going to help you. And sometimes it is going to cost us. Sometimes it might cost us with our money. Sometimes it might cost us with our time or our energy. But what we give to other people, Jesus, it says in the Bible, he says, when you fed the hungry, when you clothed the naked, when you looked after the homeless, you were looking after me. When you took care of those in the most need, you were showing them me. You were being Jesus to other people. And we all, those of us that have decided to follow Jesus and decided that we want to give our lives to him, we've all got Jesus in us. We are all representations of who Jesus is. And so therefore, whenever we act, we're showing people who Jesus is. And we can either choose to act like Jesus and show a true representation of him, of love and care and compassion and kindness and generosity, or we can show the side that our world has come to expect of what Christians are like, of, hey, you know what I don't like? You know what I don't stand for? You know what I won't put up with? And you know that actually a lot of our world looks at Christians and churches and goes, that's not for me because I am not like them. And yet they're made in the image of God. They are like Jesus as well. And so when we love people who are in need, when we love people who have reached out, who are we being like? And who are they to us? They're Jesus as well. When we look after those in need, we are loving Jesus the way he asks us to. And it's not always easy. It's not always fun. Sometimes it looks like standing in a hot kitchen on a Wednesday night cooking up meals for lots of homeless people and nobody saying thank you. Sometimes it looks like filling out paperwork after paperwork for someone so they can get their housing benefit and for them to never turn around and say thank you. Sometimes it looks like us giving away of our own things and for someone to take them and sell them. Sometimes it looks like us putting together hampers of clothes for friends or inviting someone around for a coffee and to be ignored. And sometimes that's what it looks like. And it costs and it hurts. But sometimes it doesn't look like that. Sometimes it looks like us handing out a meal and somebody going, you have no idea how much this means. Sometimes it looks like us driving someone to a hospital appointment and them saying, nobody else would come. 
Sometimes it looks like us putting our arm around someone, even in the midst of a pandemic, and then going, I've not been touched by another person for a year. Let us be Jesus to other people. Let's be like that good Samaritan who went, it doesn't matter what they have done, what they might do, I'm still going to do the right thing. Let's be Jesus to our world. So that's our big answer today. In NLK, we have a big answer every week. It's short words to help us remember the story. Let's be Jesus to our world. So I want you all to repeat that. Are you ready? Let's be Jesus to our world. Uh, we can do it louder though, can't we? I mean, the adults in here hear us sometimes on a Sunday morning. Well, now is our chance. Are we ready? After three. One, two, three. Let's be Jesus to our world. These guys, they're so good. They're so cool. Okay, so I'm going to pray. The band are going to come and going to sing one more song and then me and Jake will close the meeting. But remember, we've got barbecue, bounce castle, ice cream, the works. We've got loads going on and I'm praying, Lord, let the weather stay dry so that we can enjoy it. But this morning, let me encourage you, as adults and as kids, this may have been a service focused slightly younger than you're used to, but we need to be Jesus to our world too. How will our children learn to do that if we don't do it? How will those around us, our young people in church, learn to be Jesus to their world if we're not showing them that example? So this morning, I'm just going to pray for us, and then we're going to continue. So Lord God, thank you that you have gifted us this amazing opportunity and privilege of being Jesus to our world. Lord, help us to swallow our pride and our discomfort, and Lord God, help us to be Jesus to our world. Help us to love people unconditionally. Help us to throw our arms around others. Help us to watch one another as we walk through life. And Lord, not expect anything back, but know that we are giving to you in the process. So Lord God, I pray for courage, I pray for boldness, and I pray for big hearts for every single person in this place. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from New Life in North Lincolnshire. To find out more, do visit us online at newlifechurch.uk or why not pay us a visit? We'd love to see you.